Coffee Break Portuguese, Lesson 2. Olá e bem-vindo a Coffee Break Portuguese. I'm Rafael, your Portuguese language teacher, and I'm here again with Eva. Olá, Eva. Yes, I'm Eva, and I'm the learner in this series. This is the course where we're learning Portuguese right from the beginning. This is lesson two, as we said, so if you haven't listened to the first lesson yet, then you can do so by finding the episode in the podcast feed. So let's get on with lesson two. Eva, are you ready? Yep, I'm ready to go. And I think last time you taught us how to say let's go in Portuguese, didn't you? Vamos lá. Vamos lá. Rafael, what are we looking at today in our lesson? Right, so the topics for today are greetings for different times of the day. We're also going to learn how to ask for someone's name. We'll talk a little bit about the concept of formal and informal language in Portuguese and also forms of addressing people. Great, because now we know how to ask how somebody is, it'll be good to ask what their name is as well and be able to introduce ourselves. That's right. Before we get started, let's do a quick review of what we learned in lesson one. Good idea. Great. So, Eva, como está? Bem, obrigada. E você? Estou muito bem hoje. Oh, that was a new word. What was uh, hoje? Hoje. So, at the end of my sentence, I added the word hoje, which means today. Okay, so you said, I'm very well today. That's right. Estou muito bem hoje. Estou muito bem hoje. Mm-hmm. Hoje. This word can go at the end of the sentence, but it can also go at the beginning. So I could also say, hoje estou muito bem. Hoje estou muito bem. Perfect. Great, we've already learned something new today. <laughs> That's great. Excellent. So we'll get started with the main lesson, looking at greetings for different times of the day. Mm-hmm. So, in Portuguese, um, in the morning, we're going to use bom dia. And as usual, I'll leave a little gap for our listeners to repeat that phrase, and then I'll try saying it myself. So, let's hear that once more. Bom dia. Bom dia. Bom dia. Does that mean good day? Yeah, it means good day, literally, and it's used in, in the morning when greeting someone. Okay, so, bom dia. Bom dia. And in the afternoon, we would say... Boa tarde. Boa tarde. Boa tarde. Boa tarde. Good. So that means good afternoon. Boa tarde. Boa tarde. Okay, so we've had bom dia and boa tarde. And what about later on in the day? Or good night or good evening. We would say boa noite. Boa noite. Boa noite. Boa noite. So that's right. And in Portuguese, there is no distinction for when you arrive or when you leave, like you, you do in English, I suppose. Yeah. So you'd say good evening when you arrive and good night when you leave. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so there's no such thing in Portuguese. We just say boa noite. Okay, so that doesn't necessarily mean you're leaving somebody, you're going to bed, you're saying good night. It could just be when you walk into a restaurant exactly. late in the evening. Correct. And since we're talking about bom dia, boa tarde, boa noite, there are some interesting sounds here. Mm. So, bom dia, dia, boa tarde, tarde, boa noite, noite. So, different accents uh, in the Portuguese-speaking world might pronounce these uh, syllables slightly differently. Okay. 
But we'll talk more about this in today's Cafezinho with Catarina. Right. Okay. And one more thing I wanted to ask you about these. Um, we're using the same word in good evening and good night at the start. Is that right? So we're using bo, but for bon dia, is that the one that's slightly different? So we have a different word for good for dia. Yeah. So that's got to do with the grammatical gender of words in Portuguese, in this case of nouns, right? So okay. dia is a masculine word, o dia. Okay. And tarde and noite are feminine words. So we have to agree bom with dia and boa with tarde. Okay. That's a lot for the start of this lesson, but I imagine that's something that we'll come back to later on in the course, is it? Definitely. Great. But for now, we know our three greetings for different times of the day, so that's great. So how would you greet someone uh, in the afternoon? I would say boa tarde. Boa tarde. Great. So our second point today is learning how to ask for someone's name. Great, that sounds very useful for when we're meeting people to practice our Portuguese with. Yes, and we're going to learn one of the most common forms for that. So we would ask, Como se chama? Como se chama? Como se chama? Yes, just attention at the word como, okay? So mm -hmm. como, mu at the end. Como. Como. Como se chama? Como se chama? Como se chama. That was good. And that's, what is your name? Or what are you called? What are you called? Or even, how, how do you call yourself? What do you call yourself? Ah, so it's very similar to French or Spanish or Italian, which some of our listeners might know, where we're literally asking, how do you call yourself? But it's much more, a much more of a natural way to just ask, what is your name? Correct. So the answer to that will be, me chamo Rafael. Me chamo Rafael. Okay, so are you literally saying, I call myself Rafael? That's right. I call myself Rafael. Me chamo Rafael. So as you said, it's just like Italian and Spanish when we would say me chiamo or me llamo. Mm -hmm. So I would say me chamo Eva. That's right. So let's try it again. Como se chama? Me chamo Eva. Como se chama? Me chamo Rafael. Now remember, you can also ask and you instead of Repeating ah, the question, right? Of Remember course. the word for and, and you, the phrase? Yeah, can I ask e você? Me chamo Rafael. Now, we've talked a little bit in our last lesson about the difference between formal and informal you. So this question we had, como se chama? Is that informal or formal in Brazil and Portugal? So in Brazil, it would be considered just like a neutral question. Mm -hmm. But in Portugal, it would be considered a formal question. Mm -hmm. And that's because we are using the se in como se chama. Okay. So that's a mark of uh, formality because it refers to the form of address você. Okay. So if we were to imagine the full sentence, it would be something like como se chama você. Mm -hmm. Right? But we don't need to add você here. So we just say como se chama. Como se chama? Okay, that okay. makes sense. So we can have a look at the informal uh, version of this sentence uh, in Portugal. Yeah, was that when we used tu for you? That's for tu, yeah. So in that case, it would be como te chamas? So that sounds quite similar to our first question, como se chama. But was there an extra S on the end of chama? And also, did I hear that tu in there? Okay, so the first thing to note here is, yes, you're right. In the first version, we had chama, 
whereas in the second one, shamas. Mm, okay. So that's signaling to us that we're talking about tu. Okay. And not você. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So the, the verb form changes. And the second point is, no, we didn't hear tu, mm-hmm. but something related to it, okay, that accompanies the verb chamar. So we heard te. So como te chamas? Como te chamas? Yes. Como te chamas? Can we hear that side by side with the other version? So, the formal version, como se chama? Informal version, como te chamas? Como se chama? Como te chamas? Excellent. And the answer is exactly the same. Me chamo. Me chamo Eva, for example. Yes, and your name. <laughs> so, an interesting point is that there is a slight difference here between the way these answers are formed in Brazil and in Portugal, for example. Right. Okay. So I said, me chamo Rafael, and that's perfectly fine in Brazil. Mm-hmm. But in Portugal, it would be, chamo-me Rafael. Oh. Yeah, so we have the word me changing position there. Instead of starting the sentence, it goes after the verb. Okay, so the exact same two words there, but just switched around in order? That's right. So in Brazil, me chamo, and in Portugal, chamo-me. Okay, so chamo-me Eva. That's right. Okay, that makes sense. That's not too complicated. Not at all. And I'm guessing this difference between me chamo and chamo-me, it's not going to cause a huge breakdown in communication wherever you're traveling in in the Portuguese-speaking world. I, I imagine, would you still be understood whichever of these you're using in Brazil or in Portugal? Absolutely not. You You can use either, and it's just good to know that you probably hear both forms at some point in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, shall we practice the informal way? Yeah, that sounds good. So if you were in Portugal, what would the informal dialogue look like? Okay, so I could ask you, Como te chamas? Chamo-me Rafael. E tu? Chamo-me Eva. Oh, now, I feel like something's really missing here. I really want to say something like, nice to meet you, pleased to meet you. How would we say that in Portuguese? Muito prazer. Muito prazer. Muito prazer. Muito prazer. Muito prazer. That's it. So, prazer, uh, this word that means uh, pleasure. Mm-hmm. And then we're adding muito to it, which we've learned in lesson one already. Yeah, in phrases like muito bem. Muito bem, that's right. So, muito prazer. So, it's a great pleasure mm. meeting you. Muito prazer. Now, there are a couple of possible replies to that. Mm-hmm. One of them is, o prazer é meu. O prazer é meu. O prazer é meu. Almost. So, <laughs> so we're starting the sentence with the letter O. But it's going to sound like a U. Very quick U. 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 O prazer é meu. So we have four words in this sentence. Mm-hmm. U prazer é meu. O prazer é meu. O prazer é meu. O prazer é meu. That's it. Well, it's quite difficult to say quickly, but I'll practice. <laughs> so I would say muito prazer. O prazer é meu. And what does that literally mean? Is that like nice to meet you too? Yeah, well, it literally means the pleasure is mine. Mm, okay. O prazer é meu. So another way of uh, saying the same thing is with one word, actually. 
We're gonna say igualmente. 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 That's right. So igualmente means equally or likewise. Ah, okay. So maybe a little bit more formal than o prazer é meu, but really, we don't need to worry too much about this. Yeah, okay. But that's two responses to when somebody says muito prazer. O prazer é meu or igualmente. Great. Ótimo. So far, we've learned how to ask what someone's name is, and we've also looked at the possible uh, replies to that in a conversation when you meet someone for the first time. Yeah, so what's the next thing we're going to learn today? Well, the next thing I would like to discuss, actually, is that difference that we noticed when we were learning how to ask what is your name in Portuguese. So we learned that we could say como se chama, but we also learned that we could say como te chamas. And then I explained that in Brazil, there's no difference in terms of formality when you're using como se chama. But in Portugal, como se chama would be considered formal and como te chamas informal. Okay, so you would hear you would hear both forms being used in Brazil by different people, but they don't have any difference in formality. They're just personal options. They're personal options, but you wouldn't really hear como te chamas in Brazil because... Um, in Brazil, there is no distinction between tu and você, and você has become the more widely used form in Brazil as a way of addressing someone, as a you. That makes sense. So in Brazil, we're more likely to hear the você form, um, and that's just totally neutral, either informal or formal. And in Portugal, we will hear tu and você, but that's informal and formal. That's right. That is not to say that there is no formal way of addressing people in Brazil. And in fact, in the Portuguese-speaking world, the most common way and perhaps safest way of playing with levels of formality is with the use of forms of address. That is, the way you address people. Mm -hmm. So we're going to learn a couple of words here that you can use in your sentences to make sure you're being formal or perhaps respectful. Okay. Right. So the first word is a masculine word. So that's senhor. 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 And is that like saying sir almost? Yeah. It's almost like sir. That's right. Sir or mister. Yeah. So it's maybe used a bit more commonly in Portuguese than sir is Absolutely. in English. Yeah. So that's the masculine. The feminine form would be senhora. 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 Now, attention there. Senhora. Nho. So we have the NH, which produces this sound nha. Yeah. Yeah. So, senhor. Senhor. And senhora. Senhora. That's it. And do you also notice any other changing sound here? Um, you might have to help me with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pay attention to the way the letter O sounds in both words. Senhor, senhora. So the masculine forms tend to have closed forms. So, senhor. Ah. Oh. Senhor. That's it. And the feminine forms for certain words tend to have a more open sound. Senhora, senhora. Okay, yeah, I heard the difference now. So, senhor, senhora. Correct. And you will see this pattern in other words as well. Ah, good. I'll look out for it then. Excellent. And now let's learn how to use these words in sentences. So we've been learning how to say 
como se chama, uh -huh. ok? So you want to make sure you're being formal. You can add o senhor at the end of the sentence. Okay, what was that sound you said before, senhor? U. U. Yes, we heard this before, the letter U. Ah, was this when we were doing U prazer e meu? That's right. So it's the letter O, but it sounds like a U. Okay, so U senhor. And we can just add that straight onto the question? That's right. So it would be like, como se chama o senhor? So we are asking, what do you call yourself? And the you is being replaced by o senhor. Okay, so let's hear that phrase one more time. Como se chama o senhor? Como se chama o senhor? That's right. Then the feminine form for this sentence would be Como se chama a senhora? Okay, so I recognize the senhora word. And what was the word just before that? So that's the letter A, but it will sound like a, a, a senhora. A senhora. That's right, a senhora. Como se chama a senhora? Como se chama a senhora? Perfect. So that's us adding o senhor and a senhora onto our como se chama question. Um, could we add that onto the the other question we had in the tu form, the como te chamas? Well, we can't because como te chamas is always informal, no matter ah. what you do, okay? Okay, so just, so it's super clear in my mind. Can we summarize how tu, você, and o senhor, a senhora kind of rates in their levels <laughs> of formality in okay. Portugal and Brazil? Right, so in Brazil... There is no distinction between tu and você in terms of formality. Mm -hmm. And você is the most widely used form. Mm -hmm. In Portugal, there is a distinction between tu and você. Tu is informal and você is more formal. Mm -hmm. If we want to be even more formal than você, we're going to use those two words that we've learned today. O senhor and a senhora. Mm -hmm. So let me give you an example here. If I were in Portugal, I would not address my professor at university as você. Okay. Even though it is slightly formal, I would address him as o senhor or her as a senhora. Okay. And then in Brazil, the only way to ask the question formally then is to use o senhor, a senhora. That's right. Because você will always be neutral. Great. Sounds good. Oh, that's a lot today. Yeah, we've covered a lot so far. And I guess it's time for our break. I think it's a, a much needed break today. Até logo. Até logo. Olá, it's Mark from Coffee Break here. I hope you're enjoying learning Portuguese through these episodes. But I thought you might like to know that we have a full online course available, which includes extra resources to accompany each lesson of Coffee Break Portuguese. Our online course includes a video version of each lesson, bonus audio episodes, and written lesson notes. To find out how you can access the course and get the most out of Coffee Break Portuguese, just visit coffeebreakportuguese.com. Welcome back to this second lesson of Coffee Break Portuguese. It's now time to hand over to Catarina for today's 
Cafezinho with Catarina, in which she's going to tell us about two more interesting pronunciation points in Portuguese. Olá, over to you, Catarina. Bom dia a todos. Hello again, and welcome back to O Cafezinho com Catarina. In this episode of Coffee Break Portuguese, you've been learning about using greetings at different times of the day. And I'm delighted. Estou muito contente. That Rafael chose this topic. Por quê? Why? Because it gives us another excellent opportunity to look at how words are sometimes pronounced slightly differently in the different places where Portuguese is spoken. Let's think about those greetings. And we will start with Boa noite. Do you remember how Rafael pronounced Boa noite? He said, Boa noite, whereas I say, Boa noite, with a soft T sound. But we know this already. Remember, ótimo and ótimo, it's exactly the same. When a T is followed by an E or an I, then in Brazil, that is pronounced as a TCH sound, whereas in Portugal, we'd pronounce it as a T. Now, let's turn our attention to the other two greetings. Good morning is bom dia. And good evening is boa tarde. In this case, we have a D sound in Portugal when D is followed by an E or an I, but you may remember Rafael pronounced these as a J sound. And I say, bom dia and boa tarde. But he says, bom dia and boa tarde. Again, these are slight differences and you'll get used to hearing both pronunciations in our lessons. It doesn't matter which you choose, you will be understood wherever you go. That's all for today. Obrigada e adeus! Obrigado, Catarina. I think it's always really useful to hear different accents when learning a new language. So, so that was all really interesting to hear. So now let's put into practice all that we've learned today in a nice dialogue. Okay, let's give it a go. Okay, so in these dialogues, we're going to practice greetings, uh, asking what someone's name is, saying nice to meet you, how are you, and saying goodbye, all these things. Oh, that's a lot. Okay, we'll try to fit in as much as we can. Okay, so imagine we are in a formal situation. Okay, we don't know each other. Okay. And for this one, remember, Ava, when we've learned how to ask, and you? So what was the phrase we've learned? So we learned e você? That's right. So now we're going to use those two words that uh, we've learned in today's lesson, o senhor e a senhora. They are going to replace você. Okay, so to say and you, formally, very formally, we would say e o senhor? E o senhor, yes. Or e a senhora? That's right. Okay, let's get started with our conversation. Bom dia. Como está a senhora? Bom dia. Estou bem? Obrigada. E o senhor? Eu também. Obrigado. Como se chama? Me chamo Eva. E o senhor? Me chamo Rafael. Muito prazer. Igualmente. Muito bem. Excellent. Okay. That was okay. That was very good. So I recognized the word também that we had last time as well. You said um, you were also well, I think, using tambay. 
Yeah, I said, eu também. Me too. Perfect. What a nice dialogue. And I think it's the perfect place to stop for today. So that's it for lesson two of Coffee Break Portuguese. But don't forget that the Coffee Break Portuguese experience involves much more than this audio lesson, as we have additional materials available to help you take your learning further. Exactly. The full Coffee Break Portuguese course features video versions of the lesson, comprehensive lesson notes, and a bonus audio lesson, which will help you take your learning further. And we're just about to record that bonus lesson now. And I'm looking forward to putting what I've learned into practice. To access all of these bonus resources, just visit coffeebreakportuguese.com. And you can also sign up for our mailing list to get more help with your Portuguese. And é tudo por hoje. Ah, I recognize one of those words from the start of this lesson. Hoje. Hoje. That was today, right? Today. And I started my sentence with é tudo. Ah, we had tudo bem, everything is well. So are you saying that's everything for today? That's everything for today. É tudo por hoje. É tudo por hoje. Tchau. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2023, Radio Lingua Limited. Recording copyright 2023, Radio Lingua Limited. All rights reserved. <laughs>